Alright. Alright. Welcome. Welcome back. Hills and Twos. I'm Tim. I'm Shay. And then we are joined by the lovely Sam Parsons. Thank you very much for joining us. How's it going, guys? I just started doing Hills and Twos, like part of our 10-day cycle. <laughs> so I'm glad that I actually understand the reference here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a great workout. Yeah, staple. That's how we like start every season before we get yeah. back into it. Um, I think my dad was also asking, so I, have we ever clarified what Hills and Twos means on the podcast? Let's just clarify it yeah. right now. Okay. So it's a workout we do. Um, we have a hill right next to the track, and uh, we do three sets of hills, and it's roughly, it's like 185 meters, so it's like 30 seconds, 28 seconds, and then we go right to the track, and we do three sets of 200s at like 30, and then we do that like three or four times, so... Perfect. Yeah, we have, we have the same thing, basically, like a part of our 10 day cycle. Um, you can get away with like 10 day cycles and training a lot easier, like professionally, when you can just do a long run like any day, or like if the wind or weather is bad, like you don't really have that luxury in college because you guys just race like seemingly every weekend. Um, so you can't really get away with it. But it's funny enough, like the I know the on team, they do the opposite, they do like six or 10 200s on the track to start and then they go to the hills like right afterwards and i was like asking clecker like why do you guys like do the opposite and he was like i actually have no idea because like the logic the logic feels right to like do hills first to like get your stride right and yeah. like get everything moving before you hit the track and get moving but yeah you know, that's interesting crushed, so can't talk any shit there i like the way we do it where it's like in that it's mixed in like you're going from a flat two back to a hill back to flat twos i like it kind of throwing you off your rhythm like that yeah and you can Never make it as hard as you want like it could be hard early yeah. on if you push it and hopefully it's not too hard or else you're dead yeah, yeah sure. so anyway your next race sam is that the sound race yeah yeah all that stuff just got announced it's funny i was just like getting bombarded with like notifications and like dms on my phone from like people they're like yo sin kick's gonna kick your guys ass and all this shit so like all that hit at a perfect time and Jakob is showing up now just so saw that yeah. that's crazy I've, I've raced him a few times now i think we're like i don't know like two 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 and five or something <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <laughs> um but uh yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a spicy race man like at first it was something that like i talked to clecker about it at the beginning because he hasn't raced since like fifth app uh he like he's been injured um clecker and i used to be roommates in colorado so like we're pretty close and we hit runs like pretty weekly together like easy days um and he was like yeah i just need like to get my legs back under me try to run like the standard like going into prefontaine into that like 10k because 10k is obviously so loaded now yeah after powerman of course did what they normally do and just rock everyone's world <laughs> and perception of what is fast so they've been unreal this year it's crazy yeah um so where i saw it's a fundraiser between you guys and sit and kick so you're doing combined times fastest duo um, so I assume what they win all the money to the charity of their choice or what, what's going on there? Yeah. David just reached out to me like less than 24 hours ago with that, that idea. So like, we're still trying to formulate it, but I think that's basically the consensus is like, we're just all going to get both our fan bases to come together and just raise as much money as possible. And then the losers, you know, pay up for whatever charity they're choosing. That's awesome. That's a, I think it's a great idea. I don't know. I think that's great good for idea. the sport. I think yeah. it's like you're, you're, creating something competitive but you're also doing something good at the same time i think it's a cool yeah dynamic. yeah it'll be good i like um i had this fun i had this like running joke with josh kerr last year like when he after he like went on to get bronze that i was the only person to outkick him down the home stretch uh going into that race <laughs> uh because i beat him at the last sound running 5k 
Um, and he was like, Parsons, you're only ever going to fucking beat me in a 5k. Like, you'll, you'll never get me in anything else. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but hopefully I'll be able to get him again. That's funny. That'd be like you asking him to step up to the, the 10 to race you. Yeah, like exactly. There's a clear winner there. Um, okay. So we, we talked about before this, that I wasn't going to ask you generic interview questions. Like where'd you run in college or things like that? But who are you outside of all that? Like who, you know, when you think of who Sam Parsons is running and outside of running, who are you? What do you see? Um, I guess like, I would say that I'm like a creative, I'm an adventurer at heart. Um, I definitely like want to be more than just like a time on the clock. Like I think that, or just like an accomplishment. Um, I hope that like when my time is like done in this sport, like people are not going to just be like, Oh, Sam ran like 337, 1306, like whatever my final PRs are, you know, like I really hope that Instagram post is like, Oh, he, you know, he was one of the first athletes to do his own shoe with his team. You know, like he started a professional running team. Like, you know, he broke down barriers for other runners to have an opportunity to run professionally, you know, like I hope it's a longer list than just like the times on the clock. So, um, trailblazer i guess i don't know maverick if that sounds cooler <laughs> <laughs> big top gun fan so <laughs> that's funny um i showed my girlfriend top gun this summer um i was shocked and appalled she had never seen it and we watched with my two of my best <laughs> friends and then we sit down like thinking my best friends had seen top gun and they're like what movie is yeah. this i was like you've never it was fourth of july weekend i was like you've never seen top gun are you kidding me i like um, just watched it again recently on like my flight i'm like such a sap when it comes to like any sort of like competitive inspirational like movie like i've seen like every single like sports movie you could think of like i could quote just about anything off the cuff like do you <laughs> have you ever seen the mcgregor documentary on netflix of course man oh my god i can go yeah, word for word with that go. thing <laughs> yeah it starts on starts with let's go school this motherfucker it's the first line yeah. um but who yeah. the fuck are you <laughs> yeah, everything about that They're, netflix is following him now do you see that yeah netflix yeah. is following mcgregor now so if this pans oh, out that could be amazing yeah. So that's yeah, going to be I mean, big. Yeah, is still like my favorite fighter though. I, like, my I Izzy posters Izzy. in my room, but we were going to bring it down. I didn't think anyone yeah. would really get an Izzy reference in the in the running cult. Um, so I didn't bring yeah, it down. Just that, just that clip of him like before his fight where he's like, like, okay, like I'm prepared. I'm prepared. To, it's one of my know? phone backgrounds. It's one of my widgets on my home screen. Yeah, dude. It's that, him saying like, I'm prepared That is just all time. You know, like talk about like having some sort of like killer mentality going into like a race. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like I'm going with that pace, you know, like yeah. I'm. I'm fully prepared to like meet my maker today. You know, yeah. like there's some sort of like deadly swagger where there's just this unwarranted confidence and also like an unrelenting uh, persistence to like, yeah, I'm totally good to empty it out today, you know, because obviously like that's the thing that I think a lot of these fighters you see, it's like they constantly are talking to themselves and the self-talk, you know, just so, so much like going into those fights and like that just bleeds into their performance so much. Mm -hmm. And I, and I really do think there is magic within that is like talking yourself up, like whether it's to the millions, like they have to do, or whether it's to yourself or it's like to a teammate, like, I know, like it pisses me off sometimes where like teammates would be like, Oh yeah, I'm going to run like this. I'm going to like bust out a huge performance this weekend or something. It's like, all right, well, let's, let's see it first before you start talking, you know? So there's definitely that like middle ground, but there's definitely some sort of magic to like thinking that like you, you're the fucking guy before you even get to the starting line. Yeah. I think it's really cool. I think it's a good perspective too. Do you think bringing, bringing like a fighting mentality into the sport of running would be good just in general? 
Um, just for like the yeah, media I mean, outside and outside perspective, just to draw people in. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think that, um, I think like in general, like this sport is something where like you're constantly in this state of like vulnerability, you know, it's like, am I going to get it done this weekend or am I going to fucking tank, you know? So like, it's so, and it's the same way with fighters, you know, it's like, I can talk all this game and then I could get knocked out in the first 10 seconds, you know? Like if I don't have, like if I don't have the right preparation or I didn't like have one lapse of judgment of like keeping your hands up or whatever it might have been. Um, I mean, you see right now, like that young kid who's committed to Ole Miss, you know, like he like definitely has that like fighter mentality of Absolutely. like yeah, like yeah. Fall, like it's like got all your shot and yeah. back it up. Well, I just know? I just raced him. I just got beat by him. Um, yeah. But he we're doing strides, and his big thing is like I'm gonna drag people into the deep end kind right. of thing. Like that was his big quote. Yeah. So he was wearing a Jaws shirt when we're doing strides. We were about yeah, to start, yeah. and he was, like, walking around. And you could just tell he was a high school kid thrown to, like, a very fast – it was a fast eight at Ole Miss. I mean, they had to run a 146. So, for yeah. a high school kid to be put in that situation, he's, like, walking around the paddock. And you could tell he just, like, had this energy of, like, wanted to put out, like, don't don't fuck with me vibes. And yeah. I was just like, dude, I love the shirt. Like, I respect the shirt. Yeah. And I think he yeah, was, like – he was like, what? <laughs> he laughed. Sick. But it was yeah. funny. I was like, I want to try to break you – like, break that right now. Yeah. That little yeah, for tough sure. Like, I mean, I would say that, like, the more people like that kid we have in this sport, like, the better off the sport's going to be, you know, because the more people are going to want to, like, follow, the more people are going to want to, like, latch on to something, you know. Like, the more shit I talk on David Ribovich and Josh Kerr this week, <laughs> like, the more people are going to, like, definitely, like, tune in and be like, oh, yeah, like, I need to – like see like yeah Jakob's gonna blow everyone's doors off but build a story around gonna be able to like 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 who's like who's got their chops ready to start this season off you know yeah so yeah they're 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 definitely elements of that that like you need it you know but I think that like with everything that you see is like there's the respect element you know and that's like the added feature that like every one of these fighters after their fight they're hugging each other you know what I mean they're like bro like hell of a fight like thank you you know for doing that and like that's the biggest thing is like when you do bring that shit talk, you know, like I'll be the first one to go up to Josh and David, whether I kick their ass or they kick my ass and been like, yo, hell of a day. Because I know they put in just as much hard work and like hard into that race as that I did that day. Yeah, absolutely. I think to your question, Shay, I think, I think there are a lot of parallels. I'm a big fighting fan, big boxing, MMA specifically, like, you know, UFC, but I'll watch all the leagues kind of fan. Um, and I've always thought like whoever can bring this into the sport will be the next star. But I also think they relate in like, number one, the element of you have to have full confidence in yourself going in there because if you don't, like if you don't trust yourself in that situation, you could die. Obviously, I don't think you're going to die if you lose a race, but I don't think you're going to, you know, get everything you can out of yourself unless you're fully confident in yourself. And then, I don't know, number two, it's the willingness to I mean, in their case, die. But in this case, you know, like you said earlier, just like everything you have. I've always respected that so much. And then I tried to almost be like inspired by that when I was younger, trying to come up like in running. I was like, this is the easiest way for me to understand this right now. But I don't know. That also was something I wanted to get your perspective on, what you were kind of touching on, Sam, was that, you know, you talked about people being like stars like this kid. And I wanted to see what you thought about how we like, as a sport, can fix ourselves because I think the sport's kind of it's in like shambles I'd say right now in terms of like a notoriety standpoint it needs work I mean yeah. it's gotten better but there's so much more yeah that's the potential that's untapped and the big thing I've thought about is like we need a star we need a huge star 
like someone that's just going to turn the sport on its head kind of star. And I don't know who that is right now, if that is anyone. But what do you think, Sam? Like, how do we how do we fix this? Yeah, I mean, I think like the biggest thing is um, that I talk about always is just like um, it's always going to be way more fruitful to like actually go out and do something about it. You know, like as far as like from Tim Men's standpoint goes, like we were the like when we first started to men we looked at every other professional running team and we were like what the fuck are they doing you know what i mean like that was our mindset we're like why aren't they like sh- like i want to know what you know like mohamed is doing poor race so badly you know what i mean like yeah. i want to watch his workout you know what i mean i want to see what he goes through you know i want to see what type of person he is more so than just like one instagram story at training camp when like their media people show up you know what i mean absolutely and like it was like i was like so desperate like for that type of like content that I was like, well, fuck it. Like, let's just do it. Like, let's just do it ourselves then, you know, like we might not be like the cream of the crop athletes, you know, like we're the, you know, bottom tier professional running team. Like when it comes to just like purely performance, you know, and like we're working up like the ladder, but like, it's a type of thing where we were like, all right, let's just do it ourselves. You know, let's like, let's get up. Like what you guys are doing right now, you know, like you guys are creating content like for the sport that like desperately really needs more people to be talking about it. Um, and I think of course, big athletes for people to latch onto, it's like, I guarantee you the pay-per-view for this next sound running race is going to skyrocket because of Yaka being in the race, you know, like the viewership, the amount of prize money that's going to be put into it. Like there's going to be so many more people that are going to be asking to get into these races this weekend, just because of the pay-per-view for this race is going to skyrocket because Yaka, because the whole fucking country of Norway is going to be tuning in now, you know, like figuring out how to buy this, you know? Um, I hope it crashes, you know, um, but it's just one of those things where like, we can sit here and talk about like, oh, we should start a Netflix show. Like we need higher production, you know, like we need to have like all, we need to have better funding, you know, but like until it takes enough people to like get behind it and like talk about it, like um, what's, what's that rowing blazers, like those guys in like us soccer, you know, that cover it so well, you know, like those guys, started just like how you guys are you know just by like sitting down and like shooting the shit and like talking about it and growing it and growing and growing it until there's like more people engaged in certain races you know so my mentality has always been like the more people that i can um have give a shit about jordan gusman or joey barriatua like people that like people are like before they were like who who's this person you know what i mean like the more people that i can get to understand relate to and want to be a part of their journey that's in turn creating more viewership creating more engaged fans it's people it's creating long-term fans uh within the sport um so that's been always my mentality is like the more that we can showcase of ourselves like the new age celebrity is the person that showcases themselves the most you know it's like the emma Emma chamberlains who just film themselves doing random stuff all day you know it's not the i guess johnny depp's a bad example in in the current situations in but like not it's no longer the tom cruise who just shows up at the red carpet you know and then and you see him and you're like oh there he is you know yeah. and you see him in the movie and it's like oh great you know like the new age celebrity is like the people that are willing to like constantly showcase what they're doing in order for people to relate to them so i think the more um athletes can do that and like i do think it's there are really simple solutions to this within our sport in terms of like look like it is ridiculous that Tim and Elite is still one of the only professional running teams out there that has a full-time media person on staff, you know? And it's so backhanded because like people are like, oh, Tim and all they care about is social media and stuff. It's like, no, we don't do anything with social media because we have someone doing it for us. 
like we don't have to think about what picture we have to post that day because we have a Dropbox just waiting there to pull a photo and post, you know? Like yeah. we don't have to ask our friend to like get a clip for us or something real quick at practice or ask our coach even to do that, you know? And it's like, if you're, if you're already, you know, paying a team, you know, like every person on that team, 50 K plus, you know, like, why don't, why, like we did an intern application last year and like, I've been interviews all day to day with interns. Um, and it's like, it's such a low budget thing, you yeah. know, like to good. pay someone 10, 20 yeah. K, you know, for like, it's, 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 it's not much to get such higher value and such high output. Like everyone should have that. No NBA team doesn't have a photographer, videographer, even colleges, every college team, like football, basketball has that highlight clip right after the game for people yeah. to consume, you know? Absolutely. So it's yeah. like, and it's like, there's, they're still just waiting for like, oh, is there going to be a photographer at this race to that we can like pull a photo from and post? It's like, what is that doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing there. That's pointless. People see the photo. They're like, oh, congrats, Tim. Great. You know, you lost to high school kid. Great. You know, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, you know, like, it's like, there's so much more there that we should have, you know? Yeah. And it's crazy that the investment, at least that small level is not there just to raise it, you know? Absolutely. Because I think it's always a top down. You know what I mean? Like the better we're showcasing it at the top, the more, you know, like high school kids, like Ben Crawford loves to use the line, like, um, about like the high school, like it's the highest participated sport, you know, like there's like, it's the highest, you know, participated sport, like in high school. And like, that's something where it's like, where, where are those fans? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, well, they have nothing to watch, you know, like, why should they care about this team or that team? Or why should they care about Tim man versus sit and kick, you know, this weekend, you know, and like, luckily there's some exposure there for both of us to hype that up and hopefully bring in some audiences to tune into that race. But that should happen every single weekend. Yeah. No, yes, yeah, so absolutely. I, like I, number one, completely agree with you. And that's something that we talk about every day is that, like, if we're going to do this, you know, we want to do it right. We want to do it differently. We want to do it in a way that no one else is doing it and running right now. Um, because it's just going to be one of the other run-of-the-mill. I mean, there's a thousand running podcasts out there right now. And all of them are getting, like, a couple hundred listens. Like, how do we do that differently is something we talk about every day. But how do we do that differently in a way that can really expand and grow through the sport is something we could probably talk about more so. And that's what I, like, I just think that's one of running's biggest problems right now is that we just eat ourselves alive. Number one, we treat, like, treat each other horribly, um, which I, I think would not exist without Let's Run. And then we just continuously trash each other to the point where, like, people like you guys doing things that are, like, objectively healthy and great for the sport like you are pushing content so much like you guys are just setting the gold standard for content and content consumption in running that like you have all these other people sitting on their couch with like no following making no money from a running contract because they have no brand that they built from themselves and then they're just angry and then it's just become this toxic thing in the sport where it's like if i looked up Tin Man on Let's Run right now, within the first 30, not one of them is going to be positive. Like, and it's crazy. It's absurd. Yeah. I think yeah, most sure. of that I mean, like but that, but that, but that comes with the territory, you know? And like, that's something that was the biggest thing that I learned, like through like this last year when everyone like basically like kicked us out to the curb and like tried to leave us there and just kept kicking us, you know, when we were already sucking at running and sucking at everything else we were doing, you know? Um, like it's something that was like my biggest realization through all that was like, it fuck it like it comes with the territory man like if you're not willing to like 
take on producing content consistently, if you're not willing to like take on like all that stuff and not get people that are like, yo, these guys suck. You know what I mean? Like that comes with the territory. You know what I mean? Like you can't have people that are like messaging me being like, yo, you changed my life. You know what I mean? Like, yo, like you're the reason I got through this. You know what I mean? Like you don't get to have those people unless you have the West flies, you know what I mean? That are like, yo, these guys are betas. Like, you know what I mean? You don't get that. You know what I mean? Like you don't get to have both. You know what I mean? So like, if you want to stay like insignificant and not have that other side, you know, then so be it. You know what I mean? But like, that was the biggest thing for me was like, all of us got our bubble popped where we're like, Oh, Oh, you know what I mean? Like that's where the growth really starts to happen is where that bubble does get first. And you're like, okay, like, what like like what are we gonna like what like oh okay you know because there are so many people that live in their bubble you know what i mean and like it happens naturally because you go to high school and like you're the best in your state and you get praised for that you know what i mean and then you get brought into college as this recruit you know and you get better and better throughout college you know and you're with your homies and like you're like yeah like screw villanova or whatever you know but like and all of a sudden like that bubble gets bigger and bigger and bigger you know what i mean and it's like eventually there's going to be people that are like yo let me get in this bubble and tell you what I'm, what I'm seeing, you know, because all you're seeing is everything else in this like blaze, you know, and there's a lot of runners that live within that world. And like, I would say like, we don't live within that world anymore because like we, we got it popped. And like, that's something like, that's really important. I think for anyone to go through um, and we're better off for it, you know, like we have thicker skin for it. And like, yeah, there were some really, really bad times throughout that whole experience, you know, last year with the coaching change and, you know, getting dragged through the mud and just, the worst part about it was just, we just were just running so bad. You know what I mean? It wasn't even like anything. There's no comment that was ever going to like be like heart, like, or Instagram post that was going to like drag us down more than just like how bad we were running. You know what I mean? Because like, as you guys know, like we're our own worst enemies, you know, like always. So it's like when you come off a bad race and then that next race, you're like thinking about that bad race. And like that slowly starts to creep in like those doubts, you know, more and more and more like, that's the devil on our shoulders always, you know, is our own self. And with that, um, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> that's a, I, I like that idea of like athletes being our own worst enemies in that sense, even though we are each other's enemies at the same time, because like, yeah, people like the kid who wears a red hat, because I don't say his name on this podcast, but, um, which is why I have a blue hat on right now. Um, <laughs> but like, you have people like that whose main objective, and look, I don't dislike the kid, but I just, I don't respect the ingenuine nature of the way that he's, like, in, to some extent, he's trying to do the same thing you guys are doing, the same thing we're doing, which is getting eyes on the sport, getting eyes on himself to build his own brand, you know, to kind of work out in that way. But what I don't respect is the ingenuine, like, nature. Because if he was in a room alone with any of you guys, like, I've had conversations with him. He's a nice guy, one-on-one. Like, he's a, he seems like a good guy. But to build this up, and it's one thing if you believe it, but I don't think he believes it. And I don't, like, that's the part of, like, I'm all for this content boom and running because we need it because we're on our last legs. But if it's not genuine and if you're not saying things you believe and you're faking it and you're trying to be like his, he, I mean, if you know, like UFC, Colby Covington is who he's trying to be. And it's just a fake act. And I don't like it. What do you think? Shay? I mean, yeah, I've said it in the past. I think like, I think he's like that, but I think it's a very like dramatized version yes, of that. Yeah. I think he's projecting a lot more than maybe he's like in general. Yeah. But I'll give him credit. It works. Yeah. Like the viewership works. Like, 
like at the end of the day, you got to respect the hustle. You know yeah, I mean? like, absolutely. You know what I mean? And that's like, I've always, I like, I'll always give him the benefit of the doubt for that. Always like, no matter how many times he wants to blow my face up or, you know, put me on anything, you know, like that'll be like always something I respect, you know, yeah. for sure. Always. Um, but yeah, it's just type of thing where it's like, yeah, if you put yourself out there in any capacity, you know, like that's something you're gonna have to live with, you know, and like, it's something that you're gonna have to like live with whatever that legacy is. And I know it's like something where it's like, yeah, we talked about that at the beginning of the podcast. Like the last thing that I would want anybody to like say or remember me by is like, oh, like you brought other people down along the way. You know what I mean? Like I would like, my parents would be so ashamed of me. Like, you know, my friends would be ashamed of me, you know, like if ever that was something that was associated with me, you know, like, uh, you know, like when you guys asked me to be on here, you know, I was like stoked because there was some new avenue that, you know, we have two like, young guys in the sport that can make a difference, you know, and I always want to be a part of like lifting that up, you know, and empowering that sort of stuff and getting your guy's name out there, you know, because I think you guys are going to keep making great stuff. And that's type of thing. It's like, if you're not lifting people up along the way and like, sure, you can talk shit, you know, because that's going to be lifting yeah, people up. That's one thing. Process, you yeah. know, like no doubt, you know, like I think like in your first episode, like Jack Styles, like calling out Drew, like that's great. You know what I mean? Like, I think that'd be great to like see, see that race happen again. And like, you know, like Drew slowly be getting in the best shape of his life again. And like Jack's been running lights out. So it's like, it'd be great. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's one thing doing that in like a healthy, positive way for the sport. Like Jack did. It's another thing by, you know, telling your YouTube viewers to like go trash a guy in his comments that you have like, I don't know, that you just have no business having a personal problem with. Like, hey, so I think things everyone, like that. Are every, just... Everyone wants to be a part of a community, you know, and everyone yeah. wants to feel like accepted, you know, yeah. and like, you find your tribe wherever it may be, you know, and hopefully it's in a positive place to like influence you in the right ways. Absolutely. Yeah. So talk to us about the, the hype beast thing you did. Cause we are both, we're really into streetwear, just running streetwear, running's intersection with streetwear. I would say just anything to do. Honestly, we're pretty big culture guys. Shay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we saw that article. We're like, that's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, it's something that like, I got one of the shoes right here. Like, um, it's like I got to do like a custom box, like oh, with that's Adidas, so cool. like you know where we did this, and like on the back of it, like we were able to put like our like your name. I saw like the log kind of like, thing. Like, yeah, it's basically like a running log for the season because it's like when you get a shoe box, you know what I mean. Like first thing you do is like break it down, you know. And I thought it'd be something where it's like I really hope that like the end of the season, like someone sends me like a photo of this on their That'd like be so cool. That's so cool. You know what I mean? You know yeah. what I mean? It's like yo, this is like my own trophy to myself. Like look at my PBs. Like, oh, this race sucked, you know what I mean? But yeah. like, boom, state title, you know, first place, you know, and be able to put that up. Um, but it is this type of thing. It's like going back to like what we were talking about before. It's like you got to hustle in this game, you know what I mean? Like no one, like every, like every single person is like underpaid. Every single person is undervalued, you know? And like the sooner that you like come to grips with that, like the better off you're going to be in this sport, you know? Um, and I think that's kind of the mentality that I've started to have more and more where it's like, yo, if I want to like get my shoes in high piece, like I'm, I better like hustle for that, you know, Absolutely. like I better like, like reach out network, you know, find people make a shoe that's like worthy enough to be put on there. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, like, I didn't pay for that. You know what I mean? Like that's something that was like earned through like hard work, you know, like that's not something that Adidas like put up, you know, like Adidas didn't help me one bit with like getting in touch with like PR people and that, you know, like that was me. And this guy who works at Hypebeast Taylor, who like I've just built a relationship with, and he's like a homie now, and he's like an avid runner, um, and he like loves everything we're doing, and like that's stuff that I like love to, you know, breaking down those barriers in the sport is huge, you know, like if there's someone that like 
is an avid hypebeast reader, you know, and is in that world. And then like, all of a sudden, like, sees like, oh, like, what the heck is Tim, man? Like, what is this shoe? Like, why should I give a shit about this shoe? And then all of a sudden, like, watches more of YouTube videos. And they're like, oh, this is sick. These guys are living out in Colorado, like, having a great time, you know? Um, so yeah, that's it. And then we got to do like, like this, like Takumi shoe, um, like super beautiful. stoked on it. Um, like it goes like, it's funny because like, um, when you live with something for so long, you know, like no matter what it is, like, I'm sure there's going to be plenty of podcasts that you guys do by the time when you're done listening to it, you're like, Oh, like I should have done that. I should have done this. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, I hate the way I sound or like something to that degree, you know? So it's like, there's so much within the shoe. I wish I was like, oh, I wish I could like change that. You know, like, I wish I could, you know, like keep tweaking it, you know? Yeah. But like the process for these are just like, like crazy to timelines. Like this is something I worked on like a year and a half ago, like with the factories, you know, it's like how far in advance I needed to like figure out like, okay, like gen one shoe looked like this. What is that iteration going to be of it? You know, like what's going to be different enough about it for people to want to come back to it, you know? Um, and like how like how do we put our like dna into it where it's like the first thing someone like picks this up off the shelf and they're like oh yeah this is this is a tin man shoe you know and that was like my biggest goal with these you know is like thinking about like how do we create something where like it's immediately just like you just know you know you know what i mean it's like that's the type of thing that like goes into that um and yeah super stoked on the high piece it's just like one of those things where it's like you look back at yourself and like i'm sure like you guys can even look back at like even your times like in high school or whatever you're doing, you're like, yo, like I'm at Georgetown, like about to run on like big stages at pen relays and stuff, you know? And like, that's the type of thing. It's like when I first started and I was like, just making some like random t-shirts, like with like some logo, like some hair, like Axe logo, you know, like it was the type of thing where it was like, dude, I never thought I was going to ever get to like do a shoe, you know yeah, what I mean? That's, or, get, that's like, crazy. The, or like get to do any of that, you know? Um, so it's definitely something to like reflect on and like be super proud of. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a super frustrating process. Like it's something that like, I'm not going to like sugarcoat and be like, yo, this is like a lot of fun. You know what I mean? Because like at the same time, it's like, I've gotten a ton of critique throughout my running career. And like, yeah, at the end of the day, it probably has taken its toll on my actual like running performance, you know, like where I've spent like very stressful nights having like due dates of like, Hey, you got to like get this submitted. You know what I mean? Like you have to get this done. It's like, I'll have a workout tomorrow, you yeah. know? And there's like definitely like that fine line where like I've gotten chewed out by like coaches and parents and parents, uh, like parents, meaning like, uh, like just everyone in my circle. Yeah, yeah. So, but just people being like, yo, like you need to like decide, do you want to be like a great runner? Or do you want to like do things in business? And like, it's something that I've always pushed back on because I'm like, if I don't have this stuff, like the running is going to become a lot more meaningless, like real quick, because yeah, like absolutely. I alluded to before, like, if you're just chasing times on the clock, like it's going to be a pretty empty experience when you like look back at your career. But like, um, if you chase something like a little bit bigger than that, like, what did you like, who, who, who did you bring with like along the way? Like, did you create a community, you know, along the way? Like, did you make people feel empowered along the way? Like stuff like that, you know? So that's kind of like what this outlet of shoes are for me. It's like, if any, if, if anyone ever buys one of these shoes and they like get it and they're like, yo, I can like PR this weekend or like, yo, like, I feel really good in this workout because I got these like shiny white shoes on my feet, you know, like that's, that's where the special sauce is in that, yeah, you know, that's it's really not cool. like, yo, we sold thousand and we made this much money, you know, it's like, it's like, what was the, this like emotional response from people getting that shoe, yeah. you know? I think that aspect of creating something is really cool, but I like what you, you know, what you said about needing other things 
like as an outlet other than running or those times are going to become pretty meaningless because I think I don't know if you can agree I feel like I can agree in that like running start like the running a fast time and compared to everyone else was cool at the start like that felt good and it felt good enough to get me to a point but then I got to a point I'm like that's not enough anymore like I need to do something I need to figure I need to make this like worth it and they got you know so I don't know I think finding that's really important I think yeah. this has been a really cool outlet but you and I have always shot ideas at each other since we got here freshman year yeah, of I mean, just stuff because I think we both probably had similar finding that, that second thing is really important I think like I mean, there's ton of there's a ton of 1305k guys, but is there like a 1305k guy that has a shoe released? Like finding something else like that. It's like getting into college. Like you can have the grades, but if you don't have that something else, it's probably gonna be harder to get into like a Harvard or Stanford versus uh, if you're just going in with grades. I like so. that. I like that example. Yeah, for sure. Like that's something that like look, and I like I I already talk about it. Like my con my my like Adidas contract is up at the end of this year, and like. I tell you what, like throughout this shoe process, like I've pissed just as many people off at Adidas through that process as I have like made friends with people, you know, like with me pushing to do like pushing timelines back and like, you know, there like there was so much that went behind the scenes with this drop that like no one on the outside will ever see, you know, or recognize. But like, dude, like Adidas dropped their shoes before we did and then we got all pissed off. And then like, like, dude, it's like crazy stuff behind the scenes that like no one will ever like see the light of day pass like me just dropping some tidbits right now but like uh you never know you know what i mean like they could kick me to the curb like real easy you know and like that's like the cutthroat nature of the sport you know is like even though all this stuff happened it's like i don't know is like is my brand now so tied in with adidas that like another brand would be like ah like we wouldn't want to like have sam you know because he's the adidas guy and that's like what everyone knows him as you know so there definitely is those realities that you have to like face also where it's like, yeah, like this could be my last year, like truly like all in as a pro, like I might still run, like I might still like go do a marathon or something for fun, but like, who knows, like Eugene and Europe being champs this summer could be like the curtain call for all I know. Um, and if I can walk off in this sport, like on my own terms like that, like I'm not afraid to do that because yeah. I know there's a lot of happiness that comes from getting to create stuff like that. For sure. um, outside of just trying to, you know, run some standard that someone told me I have to run to get into some race to make me feel like I'm enough. Yeah. So, I mean, as much as you can tell us, what is, what is a contract year ending kind of look like? Um, so basically like Adidas picked up my option year, which like, it's pretty funny because like, that's one thing. And that's like one piece of advice that I would give like kids. Like I didn't understand like that that option year i thought it was like my option year i thought uh, it was like my option to like go like decide if i want to like keep going you know because like i don't have like i don't have a great contract like by any means like i signed like a rookie deal you know like and it's something where like i'm super proud to even like get a deal it's something that coming out of college i thought i would never ever have a contract in the first place like basically like i had saved up enough money after college to be like, all right, I'll give this a shot for basically like six to maybe I could stretch the money for like 10 months, you know, yeah. to like see if I like have a spark to like be worthy of this sport, you know, otherwise I'm just gonna like go and probably just like start hitting up my connections at Adidas and wherever to go work in the marketing department, you know, and hopefully influence the sport in a good way through that outlet, not just on a running standpoint, but uh adidas like picked it up just because i think it was like the easiest thing to do where it's like okay let's not deal with this like try to like 
restructure the deal or anything, you know? And like, honestly, like after the year I had last year, like tearing my calf, like at German championships and not going to the Olympics, like to still get paid for another year is a blessing. Um, and it's something where, uh, yeah, I didn't get that option. You know what I mean? It's like, if they wanted to keep me another year, like even if Tracksmith or New Balance or whoever like stepped up for a contract, like I wouldn't have had any say in it. Like yeah, it would have yeah. just been there. And I didn't understand that when I first signed, like at all. I signed in 2019 um, and our like team deal goes through 2024 with Adidas also. Okay. Um, so like, I definitely don't have any plans to like go and do something else. Like I want to like ride out you know, to mentally, like, I feel like after this, like we, we like had that initial growth and then we got like knocked down, like our fair share of like pegs, you know, yeah. and we're just falling our way back, you know, now. And I just want to like see it through. And that was like the biggest thing I like told everyone last year. I was like, yo, like let's stick together and like, let's see this through. Like, let's not be another track club that just like popped up, did some stuff and then like disappeared, yeah. you know, because there right. wasn't enough like effort and like drive put into it, you know, like you see way too many track clubs and stuff that like pop up start an instagram account and then are like gone within the year or like after like a, after like one olympic cycle yeah. you know it's like i don't know what's going on with this reebok team right now you know like where it's like reebok got new ownership and stuff and it's like that sucks you know like justin knight is one of the most exciting up-and-coming talents in the sport you know and he should have a team all around him you know and yeah. you see guys yeah. like ben playing and all these guys going off and doing something else like colin benny one of the best marathoners in the sport right now is ran a track thing with this weekend. I'm like, yeah. dude, how did this happen? Crazy. You know, yeah. when they started, I was like, I was like, okay, here's, here's, here's a real competitor for right. yeah, yeah. I'm like, yo, these guys are going to shake it up. Like these, like Justin Knight, Martin Hare, like the Syracuse guys, like Josette Norris. I'm like, dude, they have everything. I know. To, like, be, you know, one of these next exciting teams but yeah. but yeah the aspect of like those teams is something we've talked about a bunch we even talked about like not starting a team but like what it would take to have a, like, to start yeah. i know we we do think we should um athletics east sort of the old <laughs> athletics west team there you go um like but we've talked about that just like how would you do that with you know keeping your name relevant and becoming a consistent powerhouse team and obviously you know talent's a factor but we think the other side of it is probably also a yeah. really big factor. Yeah. Well, you need the town. Ta the times come first. And when the times come, and then once you start kind of like broadcasting. But I think you could do it all at the same time. That's what I think. I think you can achieve the times while yeah. doing it. But if you don't Which have is almost what we're doing right now. We yeah. don't have the times to be a big <laughs> podcast duo yet. Yeah. But even since we started, like, you haven't really raced. Mm. Like, I had a good one. Like, it also kind of helps with motivating running wise i think like have you definitely yeah. felt a little bit of a more motivation you know knowing that you have this accountability whole yeah, yeah accountability is a good word oh. for that dude i tell you what and it's something that like honestly like that's something i've been like telling myself like yo i need to find that again because like when we first started running like we knew like especially reed and i like um and like drew just latched onto that and he felt it so much all of a sudden also um was like performance is going to make people give a shit, you know? Yeah. And that was every, like every single time we, we would get on a starting line, we're like, we got to prove to people that Tim and elite is like a pro team. Yeah. Like, that that we're, was, we're here for real. Was like, you know what I mean? Like we're actually a pro team because like, look on paper, like you looked at like us, it's like, yeah, like Drew was in a class of his own, you know? Then if you looked at Reed and I, we're like second tier 10 K guys that were like scraping for second team all american you know what i mean like guys that don't get contracts like yeah. they don't get adidas contracts you know what i mean and like 
Reed and I both are now on Adidas contracts because we had that Olympic mentality every single time. Like, bro, I remember going to Payne Jordan my first year, like um, running like uh, under Tim Elite and being like, yo, I remember giving like a little speech to the guys being like, yo, this is our Olympic games. Like, <laughs> I don't care what anyone else is like doing this weekend. If it's their season opener, like this is it. Like I need to go to bat. Like I need to beat Tyler day and run 1340, like something like back when that was like, yeah, you know, like, like a good 5k time, you know, like, um, he just said, and, you're not a good 5k guy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, well just a standard, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what, like what, like the best college guys would do and you'd have a few guys dip under 1330s you know what i mean like that's just a full like stack yeah. down now yeah, like yeah. 1330s 1320s are the top guys you know um and like reed ran the 10k and like went toe-to-toe with lopez you know what i mean like drew like got second in the 1500 and we're like all right like that's day one like that's day it's one right there, right yeah, there. Yeah. and like the next race we showed up and there's like the same mentality we're like yo i need to sprint out here because i'm gonna get my ass kicked either way you know what I mean? And show people like they're going to have to respect me because I'm going to get to the finish line. And like, if they don't chase me down, like I'm going to beat them because I'm strong enough to like, hold on. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it's like, and it's like, we got to find that again. You know what I mean? Because like it, it kind of started as that. And then all of a sudden, like, then we had the target on our back where it's like, Oh shit. Like if I lose to a Tim man guy, like I'm getting on YouTube, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's like, like they're going to talk about it, you know, That's like, oh, I'm going to see that. I'm going to go back and watch this video. I have to like see like Sam and Drew hugging each other and be like, oh, like you don't want that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it's like, we need to like get back to that kind of mentality this season where it's like, yo, this sound running race, this is my Olympic games. I miss the fucking Olympics. You know what I mean? Like this race, like I'm going to start telling myself right now, like with my self talk, like this is my Olympic games. Like this is everything. Like I tanked in my 5K at Boston this year. You know what I mean? Like Drew's throwing up right after the race. You know what I mean? Like both of us, like sick. Like, we, 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 we tanked, like we, like we, our preparation was wrong. You know what I mean? Like talk about excuses all day. At the end of the day, we weren't ready. You know what I mean? Yeah. Guys stayed healthy, hit it perfectly. You know, we didn't, you know, we tanked, you know, so now it's our time for redemption, you know, and you got to have that killer instinct in this sport or you're going to get spit out, you That's know, like even every single, especially at, yeah. at, at any level, especially the college level now. Yeah. You know? People are going to hate us for doing this. I think that's an understanding, especially when for you got sure. team rivalries or a thing. Like people are going to, I'm sure we were getting mocked in locker rooms already. I could, yeah. the no, people we don't are. know, we, we can are. see <laughs> what area of the country yeah. people played in on a map and it's all consolidated at happens to be our biggest rival schools. I can see yeah. literally like the oh, area of the hey, state you're in. Don't forget what I told you guys about. It comes with the territory. You yeah, know I mean? absolutely. If you guys are doing something, you guys better be ready for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there's going to be people that start listening to this and they're like, yo, those guys are my boys. You know what I mean? And that's going to be a special thing. But at the same time, there's going to be just as many people or however many, who knows, you know what I mean? They're going to be like, yo, those guys need to shut their mouth. You know what I mean? <laughs> but even that, that pressure came with like racing last weekend. I stepped on the line and I was like, I need, number one, I need my regional time. First and foremost, I was like, let's get that out of the way. But I also was thinking about, like, I run fast right now. It validates some of the things I'm doing that I have a good time with and that I'm passionate about outside of the sport. That also happened to connect the sport. But it's like, you know, I think it's a way to stay involved. But I was like, I have, I have to win right now. Like, I don't have an option. Like, I was yeah. like, I have to win yeah. this race. Like, there's, yeah. there's no choice right now. So, I don't know. I think, I think that can become problematic in time if you don't deal with that the right way. But, always having fun with that yeah all of a sudden it consumes you it's like if, if 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 like your love for yourself and love for the sport is only tied to like do i win or do i lose do it did i qualify for regionals or nationals or not you know what i mean like if it's directly tied to that 
then it's going to be really abusive and you're going to go down a really bad path. Yeah. He's like, I did that. I did that same thing. I like this past year, like I was injured, you know what I mean? I was injured during COVID year Achilles and I was like fighting back after that. And everything was tied into that. You know what I mean? All of a sudden when that didn't happen, you know what I mean? Like that's where like it got really dark really quickly, you know? So it's like figuring out how to have that mentality, but also have like the biggest smile on your face as you're doing it beforehand and after no matter what being like yo i've went for it you know what yeah. i mean or like yo, i gave everything you know what i mean like yeah because you you're not going to win everything the fun part to it with that mentality that's the killer yeah that yeah. is the secret sauce right there that's you know that's why people get mad i mean you're having fun like yeah, doing yeah. what you love and yeah. then they're just kind of like i'm angry. sure the thing that bothers people the most is seeing you know tin man do well that you know the people who hate you guys the most it's seeing you guys happy is when they probably hate the most yeah. Anyway, we won't we won't take up too much of your time. So before we go, um, we're gonna play a quick little game. So you're gonna build your dream team right now. Shay hasn't really heard these names, the list yet, and then you obviously haven't either. So I'll ask both of you guys. So we can just kind of go around quick. I'm gonna read 400 up to marathon, and you're gonna pick out of the two people. You're gonna pick who's gonna be on your team. So Sam gets first pick for the first round. Then Shay, we're gonna snake draft it. Yeah. Okay. So Sam, your first pick. Fred Curley or Michael Johnson for the 400? I, I, I got to go with my boy Fred. I, like, feed off of that dude's ego right now. Like I love it. Every, like, you guys follow him on Twitter. He is great for the sport. <laughs> yeah. Yo, buy more land, yeah. dude. Hilarious. Uh, dude, he's one of those guys where it's like, dude, he's got that killer, killer, like, yo, I'm going in and I'm fucking people up today. My, like, mindset. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So that means Shay. I'll take Johnson. You That's get Michael Johnson. <laughs> okay, so Shay gets first pick for the eight right now. Brazier or Murphy? I'm gonna take Brazier. All right. Stop his pass. So Sam, Sam, you get Clayton Murphy on your dream team. Okay, Sam, you get pick right now for your mile 15 3K guy. Cole or Cooper? Dang, I think I remember Cooper telling me like even going into Milrose that. Cole had been like dealing with some stuff like hamstring stuff. And I think that's kind of why Cooper has gotten like the best of him, mm -hmm. but man, that experience that he has at the Olympics and stuff, like yeah. that gamer mentality that oh, we yeah. have, like, like Cooper's going to give you that consistency day in and day out. Um, but I still, I'm, I'm still taking Cole. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I still, I, I still got to go Cole. I like that. Okay. So Shay Cooper's your mile 3k guy. Perfect. Okay, now it's Shay's pick. He gets to pick for his 5K guy. Drew Hunter or Robert Brandt? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's that a lot of pressure. <laughs> so if you um, keep in mind, if you take Drew, then Sam gets Rob on his team. Is Robert doing the sound running race? He, he is. Yeah, he just had a good workout yesterday. Can't yeah. really, I'm sure. I don't know if we can get it. Right, it's on Strava. It's yeah. another, another race inside the race, man. Yeah, right? I'm going to take Rob just because I've been to his house in California. And if you're held up there before the race, you're going to win anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Sam, you get Drew. Okay. Steeple. This is yours. Parker Stokes. I hope you know who that is. Oh, yeah. Or Joey. I love watching Parker race, man. Or Joey. Um, I'll take the young gun, Parker. Taking Parker. <laughs> Let's go. I like that. All right. You get Joey. All right. Okay, your 10K guy. So this is Shay's pick. Pre or Lasse Viren? Oh, my God. <laughs> this is the only one where there's like a, a solidified result, though. Yeah. 
But I mean, if we're, you know, if we're saying if you know if things Lasse pan is, out, yeah. But if Lasse, if Lasse is on his, uh, yeah, his regimen, his, his reindeer milk. Let's uh, just pretend pre never died. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If that yeah, we get like a round Vir. two, I'm gonna take pre at that second Olympics. He was gonna okay. So then rematch. Sam gets Vera in for 10k. So Sam, your pick for the last one, marathon, Ryan Hall or Mo Farah. Oh man, prime Ryan Hall or yeah, yeah, current yeah. marathoner Mo Farah. Yeah. Um, I feel like you also might see Ryan in public. Yeah, um, I don't mind taking uh, Mo over Ryan. I just think I just think that Mo is eventually gonna have like the day that like Bekele had, where like everyone thought he was like done. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. He's I never so gonna get done. That. Like he kept dropping out of marathons, and all of a sudden he's gonna run like pop two one off. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, yes, yeah, so you could say like Ryan Hall if he had the super spike super shoes today, like he would have ran like two o two at Boston, you know, but. Who knows? Like if you know. Yeah, I think it's a competitive one. So that leaves you with Ryan Hall. Show. I'll, I'll go with the doper. There you go. Sorry. Um. <laughs> um so yeah. So the way we we're uh, we've been ending episodes, or we're gonna start ending episodes, is we're gonna ask you a running trivia question, but then we're also gonna ask the viewers a different one, and the they're gonna win a prize. Whoever gets that one right. Um. So our question for you, Sam, and Shay. So Shay doesn't know the question yet. 1972 5K pre gets fourth. Oh, God. Who was oh one, two, God. three before that? I got that. Yeah, that's easy. I, uh, you know it, Shay. You're going to be frustrated. Baron, two, three. Baron, uh, Gamudi. There you no, go. Gamudi was third. Gamudi was third. And was it Stewart second? Other way around. Stewart third, Gamudi second. Damn, okay. I got to watch Without Limits again. Yeah. I, I, that's another movie I go word for word with. Yeah, Gamudi second, Ian Stewart third. Hurts, doesn't it? Yeah. Good question. So then our question for the viewers this week, because we're going to pump this out tonight, um, is I will be racing in the DMR pen. Closest nice. guess. I didn't want to pull up four by mile. We were thinking about it. Um, <laughs> no, uh, we got another team in the four by mile. Um, I'm just not on it. But I got DMR and four by eight. So whoever guesses the closest time to the winner... And the time of the men's DMR will get a Hills and Two shirt. Um, so, yeah, maybe we'll see you soon, man. Thanks for doing this so much. Thank you. Yeah. Cheers, boys. See ya. I'm trying to cop a bench. Yeah. Pull up and drop like 10. Yeah. You trying to taste the life. What? Well, I'm trying to taste the bench.